0: The following is a fourth-hand production.
1: The year is 1945, and things aren't going well for Hitler in the Third Reich. The footholds they established in Europe are now gone. Their disastrous attempted invasion of Russia, the previous winter, is nothing more than a joke at this point, and the Allies are knocking on Berlin's door. Time's up for Adolf Hitler, and everyone knows it
2: everyone that is but hitler himself as the walls begin to close in he puts even more resources into developing many of his top secret projects that will help him turn the tide of the war one of those projects being the wonder Wolf, or wonder weapons the prize of the lot a bell-shaped machine capable of destroying everything and everyone in its path simply by activating it it turns human blood to gel and vegetation to useless black grease all know how this story
1: ends the allies win the war germany is split and the face of the world changes but what happened to those secret projects did they actually even exist was hitler on the verge of using the nazi belt to change history forever and if so where is it now join us as we go behind enemy lines and ring out the truth next on hysteria 51
3: they say i'm disturbed from city to city an incredible hysterical panic spread
0: i think we're getting into a weird area here we use are
3: not
4: crazy. This is hysteria. You can't handle the truth. 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 Brain is gone. This is Hysteria Fifty One. <laughs> the truth is out there. It's a lie. But you won't
5: find it here.
0: They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in
2: Hysteria Nation to the podcast that wasn't around for World War II, but if we were, we'd definitely have wanted to serve under Brad Pitt. This is Hysteria 51.
3: Once we're in enemy territory, as a bushwhacking guerrilla army, we're going to be doing one thing and one thing only, killing Nazis.
1: Well... John, you can serve under Brad Pitt. I'll serve with him. How's that sound? Thank you.
3: (laughs)
2: Broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, otherwise known as Chicago, I'm your host and guide on this mission. My name is John Goforth.
3: I'm the direct descendant of the mountain man, Jim Bridger. That means I got a little engine in me.
2: Alongside is my co-host and your other guide, Mr. Brent, Lieutenant Aldo Rain Hand.
3: Now, I don't know about y'all, but... I sure as hell didn't come down from the goddamn Smoky Mountains, cross 5,000 mile of water, find my way through half of Sicily, and jump out of a fucking aeroplane to teach the Nazis lessons in humanity.
1: Another week, another Nazi topic. We just can't seem to get away
2: from them, can we? It's It's like reptilians. They had their fingers in so many pies, they... They just come up in every story. Why do I keep saying non-sexual things that sound sexual? <laughs> <laughs> Plus, there just aren't a ton of examples
1: throughout modern history of leaders with these kind of resources that will spin them pursuing the paranormal. There's plenty of horrible, murderous dictators, but most of them also didn't believe that the the world was hollow and they used dowsing rods and things like that. Only, there's a lot of people that do, that easily just don't get to that echelon of power.
0: Plus, it's always fun to talk about how those meat sacks were destroyed.
3: Each and every man under my command owes me 100 Nazi scalps. And I want my scalps. And all y'all will get me 100 Nazi scalps, taken from the heads of 100 dead Nazis.
2: That other voice you're hearing is the third wheel of this show, and I mean that in every sense of the term
0: it's conspiracy bot third wheel is the best wheel
1: i created Seabot to simply help with this podcast and make our lives easier and he actually hurts the podcast and makes our lives more difficult
0: but i'm so damn cute
2: not the word i would
0: use i've got some words for you
2: speaking of c bot how is the stand-up career going from what i was hearing you had a kind of a bad run of shows bombing a little bit
0: my shows weren't bad the audiences were if you can't laugh at a dead puppy joke what can you laugh at? So
1: it's safe to say that the honeymoon with Alan Tom Allen is over. The host of that videotape set that you got all inspired by. What, what was it called again?
0: Unlocking your true comedic potential. A guide to not letting the meat sacks in your life hold you back. I still like the title, but I'm not sure about the guy. Maybe I'll have him on the show and we can grill him.
2: It sounds like a plan, Seabot. And speaking of guests on the show, guess who's back, Seabot? Your favorite. Hacker. 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 Oh.
0: His name is Pecker. Speaking of grilling, can we literally grill Pecker?
2: I I think he means he wants to like put you on the barbecue grill.
1: Not like ask you lots of questions.
2: No, I I caught the gist of it, guys.
1: Like, it's um, no, 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 no. We're doing a new thing where we explain all the jokes. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Hilarious. (laughs) Hilario, one might say. So, question. So, what do you think they're going to find? when like all of the zaniness is over and and Kim Jong un is gone, like Hitler is gone. Like what are they gonna find out he was researching? Like how to how to create the world's largest submarine sandwich? <laughs> like uh, what what's, what's better than charcoal in your underwear to stop the fart smell? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and by the way, word on the street is they have discovered it. <laughs> the South Koreans are claiming that they've figured it out. I
2: hear it's red mercury. If you want a chili bowl haircut, what's the best chili bowl to get it with
4: <laughs> yeah, that's a great great idea i got, i'm gonna steal a joke from someone <laughs> hey, you like conspiracy bot exactly but um if uh if if you know who bob einstein is he's the guy who was you know uh super dave he he asked uh, jerry seinfeld he goes Hey, quick question for you. How fast do you think the guy who cut, gave Kim Jong Un his haircut and when he spun him around to take a
2: look, how fast did he execute it? <laughs> I do think, because, I mean, I think there's an obvious amount of inbreeding going on in that family. Oh, no. um, interesting. I, I think that, that, that the, the, his pursuits are probably not as, uh, epic in nature, like he's trying to. How can? All right, I want someone to bring me a bag of Doritos where not one chip is broken. Ooh, interesting. I'm going to get fifty thousand on Double Dragon.
4: I'd buy that for a dollar.
3: <laughs> uh, you got fifty thousand on Double Dragon? I'd buy that for it. I mean, we're just
1: coming full circle. Good job, it's Z-Bow. unbelievable. It's Dude all. It's all
4: this show, by the way, the evolution of this show is like within two years, it's only going to be lead ins to clips.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like the people who communicate via emoji. Yeah. <laughs> the whole show is just going to be clips with clips. Who do lead-ins. you think will be influencing it?
3: Who was it? Who could it possibly be? Was it. Oh, I don't know. Say it.
0: I can't help it. I like playing clips robot. <laughs> You know what? We'll
1: give you a buy on that one. I haven't heard that in a while. We're okay. need
2: we going to take Seabot's soundboard away. We just have to.
1: And I'm
4: going to need you to put them way up inside your butthole. <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right. I deserve that. All right. All right. All right. Uh, so Nazi super weapons. Uh, its Let's give them a primer on super weapons in general yeah. before we dive We've in. We've already given them enough
1: primer on Nazis. Yeah. Uh, yeah so
2: actually,
4: I would
1: like, episode I would like after after to hear this. Episode after and
4: episode. Let's... Well, I want to hear what's the line between a weapon and a super weapon. I mean, you know, is like, is an F sixteen a super weapon?
1: No, because it doesn't no. use red mercury.
4: Mm,
2: <clears throat> I see, or or blood magic. So mm-hmm.
1: We all know old Hitler had a penchant for the insane. I mean, that's a given, and he spent vast resources pursuing rumors, legends, and myths. That's that was one of his more charming features. <laughs> While Hitler thought all those more outlandish ideas were going only to- on this
2: show, will you hear someone refer- put charming and Hitler in the same uh, sentence? And I think that that is compared to the other things he did. Yeah, yeah good, good point. It was a fair assessment. I, 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 I I'm not disagreeing.
1: <laughs> I mean, that was the nature of Mein Kampf. Yeah, so these outlandish ideas he thought were going to help him win the war, take over the world. And people believe that his vast expenditure of resources on these things were all part of the reason Germany and the Axis actually lost. You see, Richtofen, you're losing the war because you invest in this nonsense instead of gunpowder and vodka.
2: That's why we'll beat you. (laughs) So, Yeah, thank God he did (laughs) spend his money on that stuff.
1: We, we've touched on some of these actual weird pursuits on this very show, John.
2: Right. On our Hollow Earth episode, we covered how Adolf sent men and resources to Antarctica uh, to find the entrance to the Hollow Earth. Where they live now. Uh, well, mm. no. Where they either <laughs> no, died... Where- Elvis lives now.
1: <laughs> Are you saying Elvis was a Nazi? I'm
2: You're... so confused. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> no, where they either died of exposure or were captured by the Allies or returned empty-handed.
0: You mag- Or killed by reptilians. You
1: magnificent, dumb and misled, but magnificent bastard.
0: Died from exposure, Age John. Brent. Where's the thermostat?
1: <laughs> See, but I, I don't think I don't think that works. Anyway. I mean, just like knives, rat poison, and my welding equipment, you don't get to play with the thermostat. Anyway, <laughs> as we were saying, <laughs> we also talked about the Nazis' non-traditional pursuits of power. And on the occult episode, for example, uh, Hitler thought he could use dark magic to help
2: the Third Reich come to power. Right. They were going to create super soldiers out of dead bodies, use hellhounds somehow, and oh they were going to find the spear of destiny mm-hmm. yeah,
1: but hitler wasn't done when it came to messed up ways to take over the world a secret hole in the earth and the the help of zombies wasn't enough no you need science
3: it's almost as if you've been doing too much science too much science is that possible enter deris <laughs> derlis
1: <laughs> Sail! Dropping zombies since 1945.
2: Oorah. No, see, but not the Nazi zombies map on, on Call of Duty. <laughs> so, has Allied bombing of the Reich resulted in increased
1: destruction of you know, critical factory areas and disruption of the manufacture of these Hitler's uh, Wunderwaffe or Wonder Weapons? My favorite.
2: Uh My favorite,
1: Wunderwaff? Uh,
2: my Wunderwaff. favorite of the Wunderwaffe was the Ray Gun, uh, followed closely by the Thunder Gun. I got the Ray Gun. Awesome! <laughs> Nazi, if we were talking about yeah, Call of Duty.
1: The Nazis began to move these and other critical sites underground, which seems like something they would have done in the beginning. But, hey, glad they didn't. And one such tunnel project uh, was begun in 1943 in the Owl Mountains area of lower Silesia, I think Cilicia? it's Silesia. This area was part of Germany pre-1945, but is now in Poland. And several separate tunnel systems have been identified, all falling under the the overall project name Reese. Or giant. The giants. Ah. (laughs) The exact purpose of these tunnel systems remains unclear today and is a subject of considerable debate, as is with most things with the Nazis. Some or most of these systems may have been planned to be connected into this huge complex, uh, possibly serving several different functions. They they actually use these and then in the, you know, the the Western United States under Dulce and stuff like this is, uh,
2: those are not connected, Brent.
1: Like I said, magnificent bastard. So one purpose was thought to be the continued development of Hitler's wonder weapons or an entire list of super weapons thought possible, at least by Hitler, to take over the world were going to be developed there. So we'll get in the entire list on another episode. Today, we're talking about the Nazi bell.
2: Hitler's shining star of the, of the Wunderwaff.
1: We found it. It was hiding right here in plain sight. So okay. Yeah,
2: who knew when you ring the
4: Nazi bell that an attendant would come up to check you into your room at the Congress Hotel? <laughs> your,
1: <laughs> your rude
0: comments. Would welcome.
1: Will I welcome
4: take your, your
0: bags? Bags?
1: It's a wonder weapon. Do you, have a, do you have a Nazi bell here? No, we don't. But if we did, it wouldn't have been on your floor. Is that a
2: wonder weapon? I- or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> That's
1: what what Hitler
4: said to Himmler? No. Well, I'd like to believe that that's how Hitler talked.
1: (laughs) Hello, I'm from Germany. That's exactly how Hitler Uh talked. So, what is this Nazi bell? Look,
2: Daddy, teacher says
1: every time a
4: bell rings,
0: an angel gets his wings.
2: (laughs) No, Siba, not that kind of bell at all. Though, it was thought to be shaped like that. That's right. The Nazi bell or der Glock. Bells, the, the bell. bell. yeah. So we only recently learned about the Nazi bell. First, it was uh, it was actually first mentioned in Igor Wiskowski's book, Prauda und Wunderwolf The Truth About the Wonder Weapon. Wh- <laughs> was
4: Wiskowski, wasn't that the name of the, the guy in uh, Transformers that that's, discovered uh, That's, that's with Nikki? Oh, Wit Wiki. Wit Wiki. Oh, Wit
1: Wiki.
2: Yeah. Sorry. Oh, uh, well. It's probably his German counterpart, right? Yes, yes. Actually, uh, it, it's pronounced Witkowski in in Germany. I'm partial to Spike
1: Witwicky, not this whole uh, crap TV movie yeah, crap. Thank Although, you. I, well, I think Witkowski,
2: though, would actually be Polish now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Idiot. He wrote that he first discovered the existence of it by reading transcripts of an interrogation of a former Nazi SS officer named uh, Jacob Sporenberg.
1: Yeah, according to Witkowski, he was shown the classified transcripts in August 97 by a Polish intelligence contact who's just like, hey, check this out. We got but, these, got these laid around.
2: But, he was only allowed to transcribe the documents. He was not allowed to make copies. Yeah. It was exactly like Joseph Smith. Exactly. <laughs>
4: exactly. <laughs> you can look at it, but Moroni said
2: you can only transcribe it. <laughs> So there's, there's no evidence whatsoever to the veracity of his statements. Uh, um, you can
4: cut that, by the way, if you guys have a large Mormon
2: following. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're huge there. No, no evidence whatsoever. I've They're...
1: never be- even been to Mormon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no evidence whatsoever. They, uh uh, but they reached a wider audience when they were retold by British author Nick Cook, who had his own views uh, to uh, Witkowski's statements in his book, The Hunt for Zero Point, which was a book about various forms of free energy.
1: Let's get into the description of, of what this thing was, this this bell. Scientists working for the SS in De Rees, or the Giant, this underground you know, system facility. Is, is it, it kind of like, like the Pedway in Chicago? It's exactly
2: what it
4: is. <laughs> exactly. is, there, is there a Wunderwas in the Pedway?
2: Uh, Mayor Emmanuel is working on his own weapons. Yes, <laughs> people around the clock. Yes.
1: <laughs> the pedo weapons, noted. So this bell is described as being a device made out of hard Heavy metal, approximately nine feet wide and twelve to fifteen feet
4: <laughs> it's high. It's made
2: out of Metallica. Hard <laughs> <Well, laughs> heavy
1: metal. Like,
4: do you, are there a lot of soft, light metals?
1: Well, I mean, uh, mercury.
4: mercury, aluminum, mercury, aluminum. Yeah, um, although well, aluminum though isn't necessarily soft. What the reason? I think the- mercury is pretty heavy. It's just liquid. I think the reason they're saying if that, it wasn't
2: soft, how would I wrap my food yeah. in it? And yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Figure that out. I thought that was tin foil. No, oh, I buy a, I buy aluminum foil. So your hat's not working. Oh, I see. I see. What you're Zinged oh, it. That why? Is
4: Zinged that why? it. He's not. Uh, Zinged,
2: it. Zinged it. See, but I think we're gonna let you let you kick him out. I think we're gonna go ahead and do that. All right. See you guys. Nah, I'm good. No, you're, <laughs> no, you're just drunk. You're just, you're literally a bottle and a half in already.
1: Seabot <laughs> likes uh likes the oil. I know what to so, give him. According to an interview of of Witkowski by Cook, the device contained. Two counter rotating cylinders, which would be filled with a mercury like substance that was violet in color. And this metallic liquid was codenamed Serum 525. In English, that's Serum 525. And was stored in a tall, thin thermos flask, a meter high, encased in lead. Now, this. Boy, th- that'd be this-
2: a bad day for you if you brought your own thermos to uh, the office and you, you, uh, you forget which for your, one.
1: Yeah. Man, I picked the wrong way <laughs> to have tomato soup. <laughs> So, this serum. I
2: have some indigestion.
1: This serum 525 is, they, they stated, not a known element. And a lot of people say because of the descriptions of it that it's the aforementioned red. Mercury, which is something that they think um is created in the the creation of of atomic weapons and things like that. I was going to say, yeah, I, I read some different things where there are some theories, you know,
4: based on obviously it's all it's one unusual. of those things they know
1: it exists, but we yeah. don't
4: have it. There's theories of like what that could have been. The ancient alien theorists theorize. Yes, yes. A violet liquid, yeah. <laughs> Um but I, I have read like where they're like, here's here's different things that could have been mm. that creates a radioactive,
1: like mm. potentially, and it uh, seems like yeah, it seems like the the uh, the the red mercury is the the go to. They think that if this was a real thing, that's probably what it was. So in in the book Hitler's Suppressed and Still Secret Weapons, Science and Technology, Henry Stevens concludes that the violet mercury like substance described by Witkowski could have been like I said red mercury because of could normal could only have been mer- could, mercury. Uh, normal mercury has no fluid compounds according to conventional wisdom. I like how he put that in. I don't even know Con- what that conventional. what does that mean? It he was- means
4: Sasquatch knows how to use it. it.
1: Means we don't know how but people some people have claimed that it has it. We just don't know how to unlock
2: it. What does it mean right. it has no fluid compounds? I thought mercury was like when you're talking about a metal when
4: it's liquid the, the term is different than an actual Like being fluid, you know, is oh. based on viscosity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's an, uh, the, the scientific term fluid I see what saying. is not a synonym it for is liquid. Not,
2: it's not the same as being. Exactly. An yeah. Got
4: it. So I just want to talk about noble gases, frankly, because everything <laughs> involving elements that's noble, I want in.
1: <laughs> additional substances said to be employed in the experiments referred to as lichtmetal or, or light metal. Metal. included thorium and Beryllium peroxide. So hmm. thorium
2: is radioactive.
1: And we're gonna find out that supposedly uh, this whole thing was radioactive when being used. Wasn't Isn't, exactly great to the people involved.
2: Isn't peroxide what your
1: mom put on wounds when we were children? And, and it might like, burn uh, and bubble. No, my mom used mercuricome, which was
2: outlawed because it was just mercury.
4: Right. Speaking of mercury. I use mercuricome sometimes, but uh, we also had peroxide around. Like well, I feel I, like they were just That was hydrogen peroxide, other.
2: not beryllium. Rocks, uh, yeah a little, yeah, a little, a little different, different. Mm, i see uh but no yeah but uh thorium is is in its normal state it's as guardian in nature right yes thank you so Witkowski
1: describes the nazi bells having an, an effect zone extending out from 490 to 660 feet so with very specific Wouldn't
2: just at 500 feet because uh, it's
1: nope. scientific john you don't round yeah, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> so, like measuring the fluidity, John, within this zone, crystals <laughs> would form in animal tissue, blood would gel and separate while plants would decompose into a grease like substance.
4: I hear the Krauts were interested in energy weapons. Those pussies don't like lead, I guess see the plant part to me just <laughs> sounds like what Hardy's does <laughs> like when they're when they're making your food.
2: <laughs> The, the, so the clip, the clip, though, had a good point, man. They, they really liked their, they really liked their energy weapons. They... Well, who doesn't?
1: <laughs> so Wachowski also said that five of the seven original scientists working on the project died in the course of the tests. Like you said, thorium and things like that—they're they're radioactive.
2: Well, yeah. I the only way to find out if something is going to Gel your blood within 500 feet or so is to be within 500 feet and get your blood gelled.
1: Now, now these guys didn't die of that. That was only from 490 to 600. That's out 660. These guys were just close in. They were safe from that. They died of cancer because, and, and radio, radiation poisoning.
4: Well, my phone's causing me cancer right now. So, I mean, here, here we all are. (laughs) Unlimited
1: power. so, wait, how do you know they died of cancer? Because it said online that or, radiation poisoning is. I don't even know that they existed. I'm just saying what it said online. Yeah, no one even know. knows if
4: these guys were <laughs> no, real. No, 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 I
2: mean like it's like it's like it a long-term five, uh,
1: death. I thought no
2: I th- radiation were, like po-
1: sudden. No radiation poisoning like
4: oh, the radiation guy,
2: poison.
1: Well, there are cancers though that that like that I'm kill you very cancer. quickly. That, that's what they're saying. Like th- they didn't die like immediately. Like these guys that went and 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 you know encased. Uh, chernobyl and the sarcophagus that died within weeks because their body ate away these guys didn't die that fast they were just saying that they died relatively quickly allegedly i'm not saying that they even really existed i'm just saying that's what i read i'm saying that well done so (laughs) just trying to contribute (laughs) based on certain external (laughs) indications right The guy states that the ruins of a concrete framework, aesthetically dubbed the Hinge, in the vicinity of the Daris, or the giant, 1.9 miles southeast of the main complex, may have served as a test rig for experimentations with the bell. Meaning, there's this ring of concrete, it's archways, and they go, oh, look at this, they chain the bell down there, where other people go, actually... That was the base of a water tower they used for cooling purposes, and those are all over
2: Europe, and that's Everywhere. just normal ruins. So I, I saw a bunch of photos of the ruins the of actual industrial cooling towers and the supposed henge. You can certainly see how people would argue that it is a industrial cooling tower, and you can also see that it is not identical. Yeah. Mm -hmm. to those other cooling towers
1: i mean it's one of my top three hinges in the world (laughs) how how deep is your list so it goes stonehenge dear and then the one on my basement door that hinge that that Uh, so
4: so it goes three deep
1: yeah three okay cool one might say 3d
4: that's pretty awesome great good talk (laughs) russ what about the uh, what about the the north american
1: stonehenge you don't know about that one Oh, oh, up in uh, British Columbia. That's right, and not and all the hinges that now pop up with crazy writings like the Georgia Guidestones. The, the Georgia
4: Guidestones, exactly.
2: Yeah. The Georgia, I was just about to say, another Stonehenge, and and we all know that Stonehenge is actually the toenails of uh, yeah the, the Easter, Easter Island, Island heads. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: So you've got this thing that we've described to you that we don't know what it is like, yet. We haven't told you, and there might well, have we, been. That's,
2: that's one pot. We've told you one possibility. There might it's a have mega been, weapon.
1: There might have been a hinge that was used to control or or steady said thing so far sure other than the fact that you know they they might have used uh, uh, chemicals that aren't known to human yet uh, everything else sounds like the stuff they were doing killing scientists and 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 uh, Mm -hmm. not getting stuff done I mean I'm on board so far with this thing
2: and it makes sense that you would need the hinge or something like it to test it out because you can't test it out inside uh, like under, uh, you know, in their underground bunker, yeah. Like something that's going to have that kind of power, you're not going to do inside right. of your facility.
4: Isn't it in a lot of ways, like in, in that regard? Isn't in a lot of ways they 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 kind of compare it to CERN, to the the Hadron Particle Collider. Of they like, absolutely you, have to. Have it in in a similar type. So we're going to get into that. If you place a picture side by side of the Hadron
2: Collider and the Aztec Calendar, there's an eerie similarity between the two. You know, when he gets drunk, I think that's the only drop he knows how to play.
1: So we're actually going to get into that, and this has a lot to do with CERN. CERN is going to come into this quite a bit. CERN, who people think about now, founded in 1954. So not mm. a new thing, not a new mm. thing. Only s- exactly
4: six years mm. after the end of World War II. So, the interesting the nine seven years.
1: years, nine years, forty-five, and that was well, that what a fifty-four was when forty-five
4: official. Oh, forty-eight was the UN. Yeah, yeah, yep.
1: Yeah. So that's the Nazi bell. It turns your blood to gel and melts your crops and maybe even have nuclear capabilities. You get cancer, you die, you melt, whatever. What if these reports are wrong and it wasn't a weapon at all? Like It's not like they're not just turning it on to do that. And
2: uh, That's
1: just a byproduct.
2: Right. They're, they're not just trying to clear a path through mm. a battlefield. Yeah, those are just
1: side effects of the true yeah, yeah. purposes, mm. which was way crazier than that. We're going to dive Cray-cray. down that rabbit hole and it goes deep, my friends.
0: So and I show you that, how deep the rabbit hole goes.
1: When we come back with more Hysteria 51.
0: You think Hitler would have taken the red, pill, right? Hitler, takes sure.
4: all
5: Hitler took all prints at all times. So you would have taken the blue and the red? Yes. Hola, David. Me llamo Brent. Bonjour, uh, Brent. Um, je m'appelle David. You didn't do Spanish. So I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same language. Oh, sorry. <laughs>
1: that's uh, That's on brand for us.
5: I, that, I I just thought romance languages was yeah. the key.
1: Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you guys, we, we've been touting these things forever. We love Rosetta Stone, and we actually are users. David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. What's your experience been like?
5: Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it, so it's very high on pronunciation too so you can you know learn how to speak
1: and you know our show is all about proper pronunciation
5: <laughs> In that pronunciation yeah that's right but it's it, they design it for long term retention you know it and yeah. uh if you don't get the pronunciation right you you say it until you do and then you know that that just seeps into your head well and
1: that's why you know this has been trusted by experts for 30 years and or really cool <laughs> I have to go in and out but you'd be
5: real marketable
1: but literally though this is something that we use and we have both of us have given the seal of approval because we want to do this long term and uh, it's something that uh it works you know and we don't yeah. we don't do long-term um stuff like this and this is this is the one that we've chosen and we love it so all you guys gotta do pu- don't put off learning that language there's no better time than right now as we've told you a thousand times and it's always now right now get now. started for Larry Limited Time, his 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's Lifetime Membership for 50% off. How much? 50%! Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your unnatural life. Wow. Redeem, redeem, redeem. How do they do it?
5: Rashate, you're oh. 50% off. <laughs> Rashate. <laughs> <laughs> redeem it. 50% off rosettastone.com slash today. Do it today. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to him, it all made sense. There isn't one.
1: I just think it sounds like a really good waffle. What are you having for breakfast? Uh, The Wonder
5: Waffle.
1: Mm. The Wonder
2: Waffle. That
1: sounds good. Does it come with uh, whipped cream? I'd like it on the side.
2: No, but it comes with a side of schnitzel. (laughs) No, that's the worst. Does it it come (gasps) with
4: whipped
1: cream? I'd like mine on the genocide. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm laughing, but I'm crying. It just got silent. Like, no one's like, I don't know what to say now.
2: Uh, Classic no. conversation stoppers.
1: <laughs> That's why we keep Joe around.
2: Are there any podcasts and he co-hosts?
1: <laughs> so, John, we talked about what this thing did to people. Joe, you know that it's going to gel your what, blood. What, this podcast? And it's, yeah. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to turn your, your salad into a black, greasy mess. What yeah, other... Fair things could it have been well, i'm gonna tell you guys i'm gonna lay i'm gonna lay some knowledge on you, you just ask yourself a question yeah uh, you know I, there's I, two other people in a robot i'm used to having to talk to myself and answer myself because you know i'm usually <laughs> the only one qualified to answer well that's where this is all headed
0: <laughs> he does talk to himself a lot but he is not the qualified one
1: <laughs> what other uses did this thing have well it might have just been a good old-fashioned time machine So we mentioned Henry Stevens before in his book, Hitler's Suppressed and Still Secret Weapons, Science and Technology. That's a hell of a title. And then he presents a story attributed to German scientist Otto Cerny, which is the most German name ever, which alleged (laughs) that a concave mirror on top of a device, which seemed similar in description to the Nazi bell, provided the ability to see images from the past during the operation. Now, if you remember in our time travel episode before, we talked about how the Vatican and the Pope and all them had the device to be able mm-hmm. to look into the past, and it was like a mirror-type thing, and they could see
2: Did you events. call the Pope a Nazi? <laughs> that was not the current Pope. Oh, that, was no. the that was the no, last No, he
4: actually just described both Hitler's Third Reich and the Pope having... The ability to watch film on TV. Say, it's know, like looking into the past. I mean,
2: <laughs> of of the abilities that you can draw from from these magnificently powered weapons, being able to look into a mirror and see something from a while back, not all that impressive. Unlimited power. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah, like... I mean, I guess if you want to go back and watch, you know, Jesus get crucified on the cross, you can say, I told you so, or you want to watch, you know, that threesome you had in college over and over and over. Well, but here's the thing. It's over and over
4: and over and over. is the nature of it that they only saw random things that it would show? Because otherwise, like all of the work they were doing to Everyone locate the Spear Destiny, good, just
1: go look at the last guy who had it. Any good <laughs> wounder weapon has a tuner. I mean, you can just you can just dial it right. UHF or VHF? You yeah, to, you had to do the two different
2: dials. Uh, it turns even- out, turns out Hitler was really bad at misplacing his keys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everyone. The Fiola lost his keys again. <laughs> Otto, fire up the fondue oh, <laughs> Yes, last night, uh, seven thirty, eight p.m. Oh, something oh, no, like that. I had too much schnitzel and,
1: and uh, what did German schnaps? Schnaps. That's it. It's false alarm. I found them in the pocket of my balloon pants. <laughs> my, my pantaloons had them. <laughs> Sorry, Barry. You have cancer now. <laughs> I found the keys.
2: <laughs> in 1940s Germany. It was
5: a silly place. <laughs>
1: We're laying a thick on you with these these theories of this thing being a time machine. And how did it work? Well, we talked about they had these rotating disks that were filled with red mercury or or serum 525 or whatever That's the hell. Serum.
2: Whatever 525 the in
1: hell, English. <laughs> alchemy thing they got going on would rotate in a suspension. And of these light metals, that thorium we mentioned earlier, radioactive crap. And, you know, through science and enough energy, mm-hmm. it would release a, wait for it. A wormhole. Yeah. It was a Stargate, thus time travel. Well, but instead as, of instead of going to a place, you're going to a place in time.
4: I mean, as we all know, if you do enough science, you'll always be able to open a wormhole.
1: That is true. Now now
2: I mean And enough enough weird metals and liquids mixed together, rotating in various ways, energy. It it all makes sense. Especially if Kurt Russell was involved. Yeah, and James Spader. <laughs> you can't have enough James
1: Spader. No. No no one can. No one but, can. I mean, it. it's one of those things where if you could have a, uh, a time travel uh, thing, but it gave you cancer and you died of radiation sickness in the process, um, we'd still use it.
2: All right. <laughs> let's not be crazy, and especially right, so the let's, Nazis. One. Let's skip over the whole sciencey part of it. What if they did have a working time machine? All right, I, it's just. Uh, what happens if Hitler has a time machine as the Allies are closing in?
4: I can tell you right now what would happen. I can't contain it any longer. In time,
3: <laughs> everything <laughs> will be <laughs> alright.
2: see <laughs> C- bot's literally drunk and passed out. We had to take care of that. One. Well, the,
1: the thing is, like, yeah.
2: but yeah, what would it, it, like, so so? I mean, are we living in in? Nazi-controlled America right now? Well, here's the thing. What if they were
1: just figuring it out, okay? And like Joe had had kind of alluded to, maybe they didn't have the the bells and whistles worked out. They couldn't really. The bells. uh, The bells. They couldn't really figure out where how to dial it in well, we're going to get into a crash of a of a quote-unquote UFO that happened a few years later Ooh. in good old America. Maybe that was just they turned that bastard on and blunk it plops down and crashes, you know, 20 years into the future. And uh, that was the end of it. But they were on to something maybe. And the Allies got it. And now we're still working with it. I mean, these are things that people say actually really happened. So they turned it on and It goes into the future, and it crashes, and and, uh, the people die, so they didn't exactly get to take part in said time travel oddities, but uh, but it I mean, it would explain how uneventful the 50s were. I mean,
4: really, all we really got out of the 50s was the interstate highway system. That's a few (laughs) sweet cars. (laughs) Yeah. Like, that's about it. Like, it it might... Actually, explain
2: it. He's got my vote. McDonald's.
1: Yeah, it was crock running around in the fifties. Is
4: think, that when that I don't was know.
1: Well, the other thing, John and Joe is sure. if it's not delicious, a, if it's not a time machine or not a straight up time machine, well, it's probably a UFO. That's whatever is going to tell you. Mm-hmm. Who thought it was a UFO? Like, what's the story there, John?
2: So others think the Nazi Bell was a UFO being developed by Hitler and his goons. So Everyone's- that's what it was
1: planned to be. You're saying it was yeah, from yeah.
2: the get go. Everyone's favorite UFO disclosure expert, Dr. Stephen Greer,
0: <laughs> believes
2: this. Uh, listen to this clip from Ancient Aliens. There's a great deal of evidence that suggests that the,
1: uh, the scientists, including Herman Oberth and Werner von Braun and others, were working on a bell-shaped craft. That was electromagnetic in its propulsion system.
2: So uh, the best evidence of it being a UFO might be an alleged UFO crash in Kecksburg, Pennsylvania in the 60s.
1: Which we're going to work into this because this actually goes wrong with the whole time machine thing to me, too. But but tell me about this UFO aspect of it, John. Well, before you do, I just
4: have to ask one question. If they were developing it, how could it be a UFO? <laughs> like They... They identified it. But we didn't. <laughs> they built but it. We did. We didn't. So I did it was uh, unidentified to the spotters. It was uh. it's like uh what was the old TV which station was it the had if you haven't seen it before, it's new to you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Is that TBS? Or all my favorite No, that was UHF. Or all my favorite eighties <laughs>
2: wrestlers from parts unknown. <laughs> <laughs> the real and, and honestly, you know, we always make the distinction Everyone, you understand that UFO just means unidentified flying object, we all make that distinction just so we can talk through these things on this show. But in reality, in today's, the parlance of today's nomenclature, UFO has come to me mean- a flying saucer.
1: Actually, I think UFO just means unidentified flying object.
2: Still to this day. To me, it does.
1: No, I, I, I don't agree. I think when you say UFO, a certain image comes into people's minds. So I, it I, does, but, but they're still using it at, like with the UFO, like when we just watched on CNN and stuff like that. And they kept saying, Remember, this does not mean alien. This means unidentified. Problem. And they wouldn't have to say that. If, right. If what, that image didn't come to their mind. What you're
4: saying is 100% accurate, Brent, but I'm, I'm with John on this one. Like, I think the, to me, the nail in the coffin was when the whole, you know, government report that just came out of like admitting that the U.S. government has researched quote unquote UFOs. The minute
1: they start saying that, th-
4: like that, that was it. Like everyone, that's just what everyone thinks. But it
1: also doesn't help that they also said, yeah, the guy comes out and says, yeah, this is, uh, this is stuff that I think is from outside of this planet. And we're, we have down crash pieces of metal and and things like that, that we're studying. Well, what we've got to do, we just, we've got to get
4: underneath Hangar 18 at Wright Patterson Air Force Base. (laughs) God,
2: I'm working on it, guys. I really am. You need to keep working on that. I'm working on it. But speaking of craft, not From out of this world, the Nazis might have been working on their own UFO. So on the 9th of December 1965, what was described as a large fireball was seen by thousands of people across six states, eventually coming down in the woods in Kecksburg, Pennsylvania, a small town approximately 30 miles south of Pittsburgh. It was greatest, initially the
4: greatest of all cities.
2: Okay. Just want uh, to
4: make sure everyone. Knows. Ju-
2: is it just because of Pimanty brothers? It's the uh, partially. Okay.
4: But it's also, I mean, I, I, I would definitely, uh, say that there's some pretty good evidence that this crash really happened because within 10 years, Pittsburgh had developed the technology to mutate humans into the greatest football dynasty in the history. Okay. Of the that's
2: enough. <laughs> It was thought initially that the object was a meteor, but closer to the site of the crash, it, it became seemingly apparent that it was something else. Witnesses stated that they saw the object land in the woods and that it appeared to be moving erratically instead of simply crashing to the earth. They also stated that there was a loud thud that could be felt <laughs> and heard uh, when it impacted the ground. Citizens as well as members of the local volunteer fire department were the first to arrive on the scene, and later reported that they saw an acorn or bell-shaped object buried in the ground where it had crash-landed. They also noted that there seemed to be strange Egyptian-type hieroglyphics around the base of the object, and it was the size of a small car. These are all very similar characteristics to the so-called derglock, or Nazi bell.
1: And then... What happens of course all of a sudden here comes the military at the crash scene no <laughs> mainly but not exclusively US military they immediately seal off and secure the area, tell the people get the hell out of here and that do they do they conduct what's been you know a search and rescue operation for all the pieces and and that's it they take it and that's all that we officially know. So you got some people though, they later reported that they could clearly see an object that resembled the shape of a bell being taken away from the area on a flatbed truck.
2: Because the military said that they had nothing had been found.
1: Exactly. And the local Tribune newspaper published a story the next day stating that a UFO had crashed in the woods. And then they ran a story, uh, a short while after claiming that nothing had in fact been found. That was untrue. It's like Roswell all over again. And officials still claim to this day that nothing had happened. So. What I was getting at with that is going back to this whole, was it a water, you know, a hinge or a water tank base and stuff? They, they speculated that the, 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 the this, the bell would go in there to be chained to this thing. And it, you know, when these things start spinning, it's anti-gravity and it starts loading and floating. And whether that causes the whole temporal displacement and it goes through time or whether it's just anti-gravity, these things held it in. This also goes to the fact of if it was time travel, let's say they are like, oh, I got to unchain this thing, and they turn it on, and it skips to the future in 1964, and it's in orbit, and it just comes crashing down to Earth. Like, maybe it wasn't an actual flying object, more of a falling time machine. (laughs) I mean, if you think of it that way,
2: who knows if that's really what was going on. So what if it was both? What if it was a UFO that could time travel? Remember earlier we talked about the area in what was Germany called the Giant, Mm -hmm. where they were working on the bell? Mm -hmm. Well, allegedly, uh, as the Allied military forces pushed their way into Germany, the project and its commander, uh, SS General Hans Komler, who allegedly was going to defect in exchange for immunity all disappeared into thin air like just,
1: so many people in that area like yeah, just gone time.
2: Yep. which was weird because they already had an ag- uh, supposedly already had an agreement from Komler to defect for immunity mm-hmm. if you're going to get immunity in this situation you're part of the ss you're generally going to take it well
4: didn't he uh, get though didn't he get the best ever like new identity for someone going into witness protection like as mr belvedere the star <laughs> of a hit television
2: <laughs> show yes perfect
4: uh,
1: uh, Spots uh, on the China. <laughs> <You mentioned before. laughs> Who, Who cares? cares?
2: It gets better, though. The plot thickens, doesn't it? The, sh- the show? So then- oh, the plot. <laughs> oh, <No>, the plot. <laughs> so then Kecksburg, Pennsylvania happens. Guess what? Comler allegedly had family in Kecksburg, Pennsylvania. It was a time-traveling UFO. I mean, Best of both worlds. Really, when you,
1: when you look at it, like well
2: when you look at it who
1: who who the hell knows but they I'm were working right on some crazy stuff okay and the only unfortunate thing about this if it wasn't a handed down you know told from someone to told from someone the rest of the story makes sense they were working on something they had no idea what they were working with and a whole bunch of people died well the scientists probably died because hitler would have killed them when they didn't get the, <laughs> the 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 effects that he was looking for anyway and the fact that you can tack Nazi on anything, and then when it's paranormal or, or anything, you have to at least lend it a little bit of credence because they were doing this crazy stuff. It's almost like Bigfoot from from last week. Well, I can't really say no. Can't really say yes either. <laughs> but it could make sense under some things. And then, like, you just put together the whole, you know, maybe it was time travel. Maybe it was. Uh, a UFO? Maybe it was just something that they were trying to use, you know, to be able to. Uh, a defy, to defy gravity? Like it, they were trying to make a, a new jet fighter, and they, and they they were defying, you know, hovering technology, and it got away from them.
4: Or a delicious breakfast pastry, now, like Wunderwaffe sounds like.
1: But what you're talking about, the U.S. They come in, and the Allies they come in, they storm and they take all these people. Then right after that, 1954, CERN becomes a thing we all know that Look cern out. this 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 particle accelerator this collider a couple of rotating circles that are that are moving in opposite directions slamming things into is cern just the the bell underground is it the perfected we're we're all these decades later and we've perfected it This whole fucking thing. Is it so far-fetched to think something like that? Unfortunately, no, because we all know they're just trying to make a black hole to suck us all into it. I mean, it's just a given. Fair. It's so crazy because you can't say no to this stuff. You can't say yes to it, per se, but you can't say no either. And And the U.S. government did some shady, shady stuff as far as giving immunity to... Nazi officers and things like that in exchange for that Werner von Braun smarts. You know, they, well, you can give us, you can get us a, a rocket. Yeah, come on over. We'll look past that whole I don't think it pile was a, of bodies but
4: A rocket. I think it was a recipe
2: for really good Bratwurst. <laughs> and oh, by the way, the V1, that'll do too. We'll take that as yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, that's
1: cool.
4: <laughs> but let's all make sure we're <laughs> yeah.
1: honest about the priority. The Bratwurst, right? No, we don't give a crap about his, his science. <laughs> uh put him to death though i do want to try this right here oh, you guys tried these sausages <laughs> come on back werner eat the knackwurst <laughs>
4: it's going to change your life <laughs> try this sour bratten. god germany has the best food names
1: <laughs>
2: they do N- not the best food but the best food names <laughs> certainly joe what do you
1: think when we t- we're talking about this it- Is there any credence to this or could you think this is something that actually, uh, well, I'll give you two parts. Could this have been something that was real and could it still be uh, perfected and worked on today with CERN and things like that?
4: Yeah. You know, I mean, I think, I think there's, I think there's a baseline here, which is look, like we all know it. We've talked about it on the show. I, I was, I was on the show when we talked about area 51 of like, like it's real. Governments do secret. Military testing of, of technologies, crazy technologies, cool stuff gets developed. I mean, think about think about how awesome when we were pretty young in the late 80s, early 90s, when like there was rumors, but no one had verified it about the uh, the stealth fighter jets that yeah. we developed. Like, I mean, think about it. like we could have been doing this show. Talking about how ridiculous and crazy the concept was of a plane that you a can't see.
1: Delta wing, come on.
4: Right, right. A plane Get you can't even here. see. Um so I mean, I do think there's some sort of grounding in reality for like for this kind of stuff, these experiments, whatever to exist. I mean, did it happen? I don't know, man. Like wormholes, like you know, ways they to, to get into the new world. I, I, to me, the most reasonably reasonable thing seems to be the whole CERN concept of like, was it kind of like a particle collider or, or something like that, or did they accidentally create one? Yeah, and, and then they like go, "Well, just, we just need this on a grander scale." That's the thing. I mean, it's like it's like you take you take what we know about what has happened in the U.S., UK, other places. And then you consider the complete insanity
1: of what was going on in the Third Reich. Like they're flinging stuff against the wall all day, seeing what sticks. They, they thought that maybe we were in a hollow earth. So they would go to specific That's spots ex- and look up to see what was going on in Britain because they thought Britain was curled over Egg. and above them. Exactly. But Just here's what, here's what I know out of the entire
4: bell research and experimentation and technology. We got probably the greatest 4 a.m. taco place that you can ever <laughs> imagine in the Bell. <laughs> that will
1: eventually
2: win the Franchise Wars.
4: Oh, uh, for not sure. if they
1: keep messing with the Illuminati. I'm going to tell them that right now. <laughs> Ask Charlie Daniels, Charlie Daniels. Charlie Daniels. He Daniels doesn't like it. We'll warn them. And have you
2: tried the stacker? It's good. Oh, it's so Dude, good. I
1: don't know if there's anything there that I don't like.
2: That's the thing. <laughs> That's it's almost point. impossible. That's a great point. Like if there is,
1: you just get another version of it. Like oh, wrap that in a shell or you instead, just or like- you just take seven packets of fire sauce and douse it, and it's fine.
2: No. Taco Bell, call us. We'll do endorsements for for next to nothing. Like literally for tacos <laughs> for trade. Yeah. yeah.
4: No. Oh no. I'll I'll tell you guys right this right now this I'll I'll fund them endorsing you. I will buy more <laughs> Taco Bell if they endorse your show. <laughs> it's a win. It's a win for them. Yeah, I'll personally bring Taco Bell every time I'm a guest, which will be never again. There is
2: no better fast food, is there? I don't. I think mean, so.
1: it depends. Every once in a while, every once in a while, I'll be like, I need some White Castle. It is
4: every good. once in a while. So now here's the question: well, Now that we usually- exposed. Taco Bell's obvious and direct uh, involvement with Nazi experimentation on the bell. Are they going to release the sour brat and taco? <laughs> finally, the thing that all these guys got immunity in the U S for, are they finally going to
2: put out the recipe? I am glad they don't get out of their wheelhouse. Like, like all of a sudden you don't get the Reuben taco yeah. and crap like that. Like, you know, uh, th- 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 as far as they go is, okay, now chicken is the outside of the shell. True. Like, that's as far as they go. Uh, I, you don't wake up one day and- That's pretty far out there. I'm not- a. <laughs> well, Nacho fries
4: are coming back, by the way, next month. I'm oh, not huh? saying
1: it's a bad thing. I'm just saying, you're saying that's only as far as they go. Also, by They're the
2: literally way. using most people's ingredient as the bowl. No, that's fair. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is they're not going to a completely- New, uh, uh, different type of like yeah. ethnic food, right? And, and trying to incorporate like other, a lot of other fast
4: food restaurants too. And by the way, uh, next time I'm in Vegas, my fa- fake name is absolutely going to be Ruben Taco. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going with Otto Cerny. I love it. I love it. Oh, it's a great name. Like, I so, don't want a lasagna
2: quesadilla. So, John, where are you working with? What do, What do you think? I mean, so I definitely think that, I mean, I tend to fall on the the side of of they were experimenting with everything and trying everything. Hitler would throw as many bodies and as much money against the wall to 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 get anything done that he. Yeah, couldn't. you saw that documentary
4: Wunderwoman, right? Where they were. <laughs> <laughs> hey.
2: Um and and I absolutely also believe. In this the, is not nearly as funny
1: as I gave it credit for. But you, it, I agree. It was
2: you. it was pretty freaking. But for all of those listening, that was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> if you didn't laugh. <laughs> in case you missed it, it. yeah. yeah. If you didn't laugh. Um, do so. I, and I absolutely believe in the in the Wolf program, the the Wonder Weapons. And I think they had they were met with a certain amount of success. I don't mean that they had zombie soldiers or hellhounds or or, or any. Of course, kind you of, don't also don't mean that they didn't <laughs> any kind of. Um, I mean, if they had any kind of truly game-changing technology, the game would have changed. Obviously. Well, they it, it,
1: they did. They just took the game in to the hollow into earth. the hollow earth. Yeah. Right.
2: But all <laughs> don't, of that don't said, hate the player. <laughs> all of that said, the not here's my challenge with the Nazi bell. Unlike some of the under one other wonder weapons that that we'll talk about another episode, the Nazi bell we only heard about in the last. 15 20 right. 20 years mm-hmm. why is it just like literally this one guy talking about it now and that's why you can always tell when, when these things pop up because there's only one source and that like and, and you can always tell because you if you go on the internet and research this thing right now go to 15 different websites every website you go to will have the same four paragraphs about it Yeah, because that's true, uh, because there's no other information. It came from Watkowski or whatever his name was, that one source who wasn't allowed to to make copies and just wrote everything down. Now, if it's a conspiracy, obviously, he just got lucky and got the inside track on the information. And that's the only reason we know about it.
1: it, The problem is they always go, well, you discredit this because a conspiracy theorist or, or someone in that field found it. Well, who else is going to get me, have it given to them? If I need something written, I'm going to go give it to a
2: journalist. If I need a conspiracy, I'm going to give it to uh, an alien person or something like that that's into it. So that's my biggest problem with it. I tend to fall on the side of these type of things don't just remain hidden for 50 years. And then random guy who wants to write a book happens to find it, but can't give any proof. Yeah. But what if,
4: what if he time traveled? directly to 1997 and that's why 50 years went by before it
1: and just didn't want to about. tell us
2: yeah that's a possibility it's
1: not hidden it's buried in europe it's cern <laughs> 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 they took the technology the allies said oh thanks for prepping that for us. we'll take it now I, it's hard to believe like you said when you look into something like this and you got one l El- even bob lazar came forward and they go oh well there really is a place there and oh There's going to be a UFO and they saw one. So like there was a lot of credence to like other things like corroborating
2: sources. Exactly.
1: So it's hard to say one way or another. But like I said, just like Bigfoot, you can't say no infinitively because this is in their wheelhouse. No, Uh, this is this is a hundred percent in their wheelhouse. So who knows? But you know what? If time travel and things like that were real, we're either in like Earth Prime where Things are working, and every time that they they make a change, it's changing another world and making a tangent. And we're just chugging along, you know, ignorant to it all or or who knows I just it, it's real hard to believe anything like that, and especially when the big gotcha aha is probably just a water tower base, you know, uh maybe, like you said, it's a little different or we're in a simulation that is probably the truth makes my head hurt every time you even bring up simulation because that's a heavy,
4: heavy episode. That we you do. know what I would love to be able to do? You know what would be awesome? If there was some Choose way who that would actually worked. That, oh, If there was a way. Me. Yeah, well, that would be really awesome. <laughs> you know what I'd love to be able to do? I'd love it if there was something like a functioning Ouija board that we could go ask these guys like <laughs> what they were building yeah. but no the coward ghosts won't listen right. to me on the ouija board maybe so next we time we option. needed
2: to use a waluigi board <laughs> where's google's ouija board whoa google Ouija. yes <laughs> everything else they do works
1: yeah that's true hey elon musk once you get on it
4: yeah seriously yeah Let's, somebody
2: let's, needs to let's tweet at the Mars and and focus on hell
4: and focus on <laughs> yeah the supernatural yeah somebody needs to tweet at board hey, you went Elon straight Musk. to
2: hell I mean he, it was supernatural how about that you'll get there one day <laughs> <laughs> oh boy and with that nation what do you think let us know hop online go to Hysteria Nation Facebook search Hysteria Nation and tell us why Brent is wrong why I am right. Why Joe is just a good-looking dude, and why Seabot oh. well, is, is...
1: Cool dudes with
2: attitudes.
4: No, dude, it's a little-known fact, but the listeners think I'm
2: really sexy. Has anyone said that <laughs> but you body's... leaving your own reviews? No, well, they think it. No, but you leaving your own reviews. They think it. I'm just trying to get him I to admit that he's doing it.
1: We know
4: two things that <laughs> literally thousands of people have come up to me telling me how amazing my contributions are to the show.
1: Yeah, not all those other shithole podcasts, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but this this good one It's a first world podcast right here. Why can't we get more more co-hosts from Norway?
4: (laughs) Exactly. It's just a big, beautiful podcast. That's right. It's first class.
2: Oh, if you want to learn more about this beautiful podcast, you can also go to Facebook.com slash Hysteria51. Pod. Also, let's give them a little homework. Add
1: one person to Hysteria Nation this week. Let's grow the nation we we have a lot of really active people and we want to grow that we've had a lot of more people hopping in help us add a friend add someone that you think would be great you just type them in add them to the group say hey everyone here's someone new we'll we'll, we'll include them we'll we'll make them one of us google gobble gobble, gobble <laughs> one, of us. one of us and while you're joining things don't forget you can also join patreon if that's up your alley we we've We've got lots of prizes. I don't know if that's the word. Stickers, stickers. Yeah, you can get you can get stickers, hand drawn uh, pictures from us. You can no, get to be t-shirts. clear, the stickers are not
2: hand drawn. You can
1: be a guest on the show. You can pick the topic. Lots of things. Don't, don't you guys you? have buttons now? Which, by the way, we, are phenomenal. They are awesome, and you can go to Hysteria Nation. There's a link to our buttons on there. We'll post that up again. For everyone to see them, because they are really, really pretty badass. And don't forget, if you want to hear yourself on the show, leave us
2: a voicemail. What's that number, John? 773-669-7277. Once again, that is 773-669-7277. Leave us a voicemail. Uh, You will hear your voice on this show. And if you can't remember
1: these things, don't forget to go Hysteria51.com. The improved, not-so-new but definitely improved site from what it used to be. Check it out. You can, you can see our ugly mugs. You can play the, the episodes from there. You can spin the wheel of conspiracies. You can find links to buy our t-shirts and swag and awesomeness and all those things. Tell a friend. Bring him in Hysteria Nation. With that said, I've been Brent. I've been Joe. I've been John. He's been Conspiracy Bot. Stay woke,
0: meet sex.
3: It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live.
0: That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51.
4: John and Brent will be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it?